Hey, what's going on? This is your host, Juan Gray, and welcome to the Words to Success show. Today, I am pleased to have Lauren Zander with us. She's an international life coach who works with some of the biggest celebrities and business people in the world. She's the author of the book, Maybe It's You. She's a public speaker and the co-founder and chairwoman of Handle Group. On this episode, we dive into her method that allows anyone to gain the most out of their lives and become the person that they really want to be. Lauren makes it super interactive, so you can actually go through the method as you listen to this episode and take your life in all 12 areas to the next level. I'm sure you're going to love this episode, so listen well, take notes, and go apply. All right, let's get it. Vamos. Vamos. Over 80% of human thoughts are negative at repeating from the day before, and we actually walk around like they're original thoughts, like, God, I really hate my dad. You have a lie list. You have a list of lies that you may never have resolved or cleaned up any time in your life. And tell the truth no matter what. Humans need a sense of humor rather than being so serious about whatever's dark and plaguing us. Be sure to laugh at yourself and really remember, next, this too shall pass, right? Like, you get another minute every minute. Lauren Zander, welcome to the most badass show on the planet. How do you do? <laughs> I am doing... Very well. I'm very good. Well, Thanks it's for a pleasure. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. It really is, and I'm I'm excited to to have you on board and to start talking about some really epic things with you. All right, let's hit it. So one of the things that we had discussed, uh, you and I prior, was was the method, right? The method that you you started and that became very popular, I guess, in America first, and then around the world. And you have clients, I think, internationally, right? Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. In universities, London School of Business, like I, my method is, I developed my method actually at MIT over 10 years ago. I did a human study on it and then did develop two courses at Stanford Business School and then have been in over 30 different universities around the world. And currently, like teaching currently. But really what we do is we go into corporations and we work with individuals. And the university and education stuff is all my, I joke, it's my nonprofit. Got it. And the book that you wrote, maybe it's you. Was it yeah. a was it because you were getting a lot of the people that were loving the method that you had created, and you said, okay, I want to put it into a book so that more people could benefit from it? Or what was the process like, and what was the motivation for for writing that book? It was a the, it was hysterical that I didn't have a book. Most people build their entire career after they do the book, mm -hmm. versus I built my entire career before the book. And so it was just this silly thing that I never had a book. And, and that would be like, really, you have an entire method, you teach it everywhere, and there's no real proof, right? Of there's concepts. no proof, right? <laughs> but it was like, girl, can you put it down? Like, let's right? become official, right? <laughs> so I, I, I you almost like I find, like, and then the real truth is, is I do a lot more. I speak and I have people that write for me. And I do all the thinking, but I'm really not a writer. I'm more of a top editor and a speaker. And then I had to find the most perfect person to write with who could really nail my voice. And that I, and I really, I have tried to write the book three different times and I threw it out three times. I paid mm -hmm. for book proposals and chucked them, right? Like didn't even go out with it. I was like, this is shit, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't nearly grab what I wanted to. And then mm -hmm. I finally found someone my sister, um, who was an epic writer, but wasn't anywhere near my business at the time until now. And then we, and then it was such a fucking fun project. 
like, woohoo, let's do this. And so that was, I think it's like two, three years ago now. Okay. Well, you're uh-huh. saying you're really not a writer, but in that TED Talk that you did about seven years ago, I remember there was a, uh, a part where you said, if you really wanted to be a writer and you wrote every single day for an hour, you can, yeah. right? Right. But it's also Absolutely. one of those things that everyone makes a decision what they want to be doing, right? And you just kind of leveraged what you were passionate about, what you loved, and then had, had someone else to, to yeah. do that part. I teach freak flags, right? Like every human being has freak flags, mm-hmm. right? And there is no freak flag you have, which is something that makes you uniquely you, right? That it's either can suck about you or be great about you. And you can either work around it and honor it and get everyone to understand you're that freak. And you're like, I'm a freak. I will never be writing anything. Mm-mm. Right. I will. Like, I really love that. And I even love deploying writers and working with people. Right. So, and I'm not dying to sit down and write, but if I had to, according to my husband, he laughs at me. He's like, one of these days, you're going to sit down and figure out you should write. I'm like, really, <laughs> honey? That's not cute. Not really today. <laughs> <laughs> not, so yes, not, I not agree with still what I said. Amazing. And, uh, okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But um, I really love collaborating, and I always have. Like my entire, you're like, why do you have a company? And I'm like, because I can't do it alone. I, there's very few things I'm great at, and then there's everything else I need, and that call that equals a company. <laughs> Absolutely. And what is it that you've learned the most through you know the last years about collaboration and 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 really working with the team? That there really are the right people. And that most people are suffering with like trying to fix it and fix someone, right? And I have for years tried to make people work or deal with that versus figuring out the people that are in love with what we do, like finding real mates that are dying to do the same thing. And so I would say that my biggest lesson in life is finding truly the right people. And so as of, you know, we don't have that problem anymore, really. Like in the last four or five years, we figured out what our brand of, like who's the right character with us. And we've been brilliant ever since, right? Like we've been doing so much better because that was always the problem is wanting to make a person fit versus it was the right person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing that I love about your method is that you really put yourself in, in the actual dream that you want to be living in different areas of your life. Oh, right? And oh, everyone oh. is in a phase of, of growing or or not, right? But there's it's very hard. You're never like really in between. And so let's just say right now I I want I'm in a growing phase and, and a lot of different areas of my life I want to be growing. And maybe in some I'm not growing as much as I as I could and as I want to. So something that I thought about that could be really interesting for, for me, for the listeners, and for you maybe as well, is is to actually go through your action method and something that we can do in real time. So the listener that's that's listening right now could be like, okay, I'm going to take this, you know, this podcast episode and really make this one that's going to change my freaking life, you know? <laughs> so, so just go, we, what I'm thinking, let's, let's go off. through it. And, and, and everyone who's listening is like, I think this is a good time. I'm actually going to be doing it in real time. I think it's, it's, uh, it's a pleasure and it's really cool to have you on board. And uh, right now, so what, what, how do you start this? So let's just say I want to, change my life in a way right now because some people are at their worst right now and they want to change their life completely. It's their whole transformation. Some people, they're, yep. they're happy with what they're doing. You know, like me, for example, where I was five years from now, you know, at the lowest lowest point of my life, I would say, and I was, I was in a complete transitional mode of figuring out who I was after a big accident about 
different things that happened. I dropped out of school. I left. I was in a complete different state than where I am today. But even today, yes. you know, I'm. I would say I'm super excited, super happy, fulfilled. But there's always there's always that next step, right? And you're always evolving. So, how 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 does someone uh, in any situation, how do they get into the method? What what is it that you? Where do you begin, basically? Okay, so in order to address your dark side, your lower self, all your negative inner dialogue, what I do for a living is I break a person into their inner dialogue. Because whatever you're saying to yourself, whether you can hear it or not, and most people can't hear it, whether you can hear it or not, it is absolutely making you eat that cookie uh, not get out of bed, not ask for the raise, not think you can. Like it, there's an inner dialogue that's screaming at you. And I am like, my dream come true is to wake people up to taking over their inner dialogue and realizing how much it's, um, they're really a victim of it, right? And they're, and that, and they don't even know it's them causing every next moment. And so the entire book or my method of everything I do is about breaking someone into the mainframe. And so the first thing I have a person do is, is I break life out into 12 different areas. And I demand a dream, a vision in each of the 12 areas. And, and then I don't tell you to go work on all 12. I tell you to work on the most painful one there is, right? Like take one at a time, but I still have a person write all their dreams and really, and then you don't just, so now consider you wrote your dream. I'll come back and we'll make you do it. Okay. Gotcha. And I'll tell you the areas. Okay. <laughs> but you write the dream. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you rate your current life against that dream on a scale of one to 10. And then you explain why you gave it that rating and what you think is between you and fulfilling on that dream. And so what happens is, is not only does the person have their vision, they have how they think they're doing, like an experience of like, oh, wow, I'm a six in that area. And then they go, well, these are all, the, this is what's between me being from a six to a nine, 10 of the highest state. And then what you said, which is, God, I'm really rocking in all areas, but can't you get better? I'm like, oh, honey, here's what I say to that. When you reach an 8.5, 8.8 on a every goddamn day, would you please make your 8.5, 8.8 a zero and start over, baby, right? Like right there, right? Like any because people fulfill on their dreams. And then what happens is, is they go into maintenance and then they don't realize they're not still having a ball and gaming the system and playing with their mind to go even further. I didn't say work harder. I didn't say kill yourself. I didn't say like all the drama, no drama, but Mm -hmm. dreaming in and of itself and having desires that you can see out through because you're, what's happening is, is you're constantly talking to yourself. And so if you listen to what I'm making you do, I'm listening, I'm making you write your own words into existence. And, and you'd be amazed at how little people change their inner dialogue or even address it or even say what they want to be talking to themselves about or thinking. So that, so I'm really rebooting your inner dialogue. And according to science, over 80% of human thoughts are negative. Wait, it gets even worse. Over 80% of our thoughts are negative. repeating from the day before and we actually walk around like their original thoughts like god i really hate my dad today god i really hate my dad today 
God, I really hate my body today. God, I shouldn't eat this. Right? Like, same as it ever was. Rinse and repeat. Okay? And so there really is no language, and this is all about making language. So and That's because you're living in the past right there. You're not even, that would make you even think you know what you say to yourself. Most people, like, so one of the first assignments I give people after they figure out their dream, after they figure out their excuses and their type of excuses, which is coming to a theater near you in any minute, I stop talking about it and do it. But what happens is, is you don't even know you're talking to yourself or that you just said, it'll never work out for me because I never went to college. Right? Really? That's not true. Right? Who said that? Right? Like, do you know how many people didn't go to college and made it? Right? Like, oh, you don't have that statistic, do you? Right? So it, it, this is all about waking you up to your inner dialogue. So, so let's do an area of your life where you don't, do you have an area of your life you don't feel rocking? Okay? Um, so there's love, money, family, spirituality, friendship, learning, like learning fun and adventure, um, your home, right? Mm -hmm. Your your relationship to time. Um, those are pretty. Your body and health, uh, and sex is in love, right? So you put that over there. Mm -hmm. uh, community, like the impact you want to have in the world. What, pick one of those. I'm sure there might be. I I really do have twelve, but I cannot recite them. Yeah, well, so there's definitely multiple. But why not choose I guess spirituality. Okay, great. So what you do is you, so first of all, most people, when they hear spirituality, they hear religion. Please mm -hmm. throw that out. Unless yeah. you love religion, love religion, rock on. But spirituality just means like the mystery, right? The why are we here, right? Like what the hell's going on? What is this all for, right? It's that like, do you have any answers? Do you know where you go after you die? Do you think you just die and that's it? Right. So it, and are you ever going to know? Answer is no. In which case it's a total mystery. Right. And so then the ability to dream or have a vision for what spirituality is for you, your connection to that or it or whatever, God, whatever you want to use. Right. You're going to, you picked spirituality. You're going to write the dream in first person and it includes how you want to feel, how you are, what it what it is to you and whatever and whatever you want like i can't believe how connected i am every single day of my life it's epic i you know from nature to like whatever you want as your relationship to spirituality whatever you want this is your dream and it's your ideal state it's your it's not a wish or a hope it's like a committed vision so you write that down are you writing that down oh yeah am excellent because then you're going to read it and then it's even funny i make people read it to other people like their best friends like someone who should know you're committed to this because if you leave it in it's not bad if you're in your own mind and you wrote a dream down and you don't tell anybody but if you're not really willing to tell people your dreams it's a little fishy um so you should definitely want to share it with someone who wants to hear it uh, and then you're going to rate your current life after you write that dream against that vision like based on what you said you wanted how you doing? And in the book or in my method, I give you a, a rating scale. And nine ten is for like fleeting epic moments, right? Mm -hmm. And all the way down to a one, which is uh, you know slightly suicidal. Got it. Sorry, um, but 
I also do believe that anything can change. So, and it doesn't have to take years. It could take days, weeks. Okay, amazing. So let's. So you go through all the twelve different areas. You write yeah. the. Just a little recap here. All the twelve different areas. You write the dream. What the dream is, starting with I am correct. Uh -huh. You're, it's in first person in first as person. if it's already happened. So you could start to see what I love. I love my life partner, right? He is the best. Yeah. Right. It is so much fun. We are so sexy. And every day I miss him and I could not be more proud to be in our relationship, right? Like it's current. Like, this is what I would say if the dream came true. Okay. This is the, because most people can't say a sentence, I am beautiful. You could go, oh, I, I could look better, right? But we really have no use of positive, not positive language to like try and wash it on yourself, but actually what you want to be saying that you believe. So, right? almost, so you, you, you're really going into that dream. You're seeing it as vivid as possible. And then you're just explaining what your life is. So I am this, right? I am that. This is. Basically, you're, you're just living. You're just living it, and you're writing down what you're living. Yeah, and you know it's exactly. And then you rate your current life against that, and yes. then you say, "What do you think is between you and having that be realizable?" Mm -hmm. You're right. Why you're there instead of you're, you're like, training. well, I give myself a six because I don't pay any attention to to my spiritual nature, right? I'm happy, but I have no idea what I believe or how I feel or what I think about. I've meditated or I hear meditation's good, but I've never really done it, right? And, you know, I definitely think I could be getting more power and peace in my life. And if I was more spiritual, I, I wish I was. I wish I did more yoga. I wish I did more meditation. I wish, you know, I went out in nature more and really just was alone with myself without a screen in front of my face like that. And so after you write all that down, what's the next step uh, from there? The next step is you, after you rate it and you write your, ex yes. that whole paragraph down, what you're searching for is in your explanation of what's between you and that dream, you will find a couple of different voices, like inner dialogues that are negative. So you're hunting for anything negative, right? So we, we have over 80% of our thoughts are negative. So trust me, they're there, right? And so in the handle method, there are three main voices that we go after. The voice of the chicken. I'll call him tomorrow, I'm scared. Right. I don't know. If, what if he says, no, I can't ask my boss for a raise. I got one two years ago and the, I don't know if the company is doing good enough. Like, I don't want to raise money yet. Right. Like all fear. Right. Like what the chicken says. So for in spirituality. Right. I don't know if there's any fear. What if what if I don't believe there's anything. Right. That could be an excuse of not going in. Right. So you're looking for the chicken voice. You're looking for your brat. The brat is, I don't have time. I'll do it tomorrow. Maybe when I'm older and I have kids, I'll care, right? So it's an excuse or an explanation or a justification mm -hmm. of why you're not at a nine or even dealing with becoming a nine, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's based on of the voice of the chicken, the brat. Brattiness is also like, I'll start my diet tomorrow. You can't make me. I'm moody. I'm not good at getting up in the morning. I don't have time. Anything that like, it's not my fault. I suck. 
even, but it's some way of talking to yourself or talking about why you can't have what you want. And it only came from your very mind, right? Like, who said that? Right. So then you, and then the last voice that is the, is, person. is the, is the weather reporter, <laughs> weather reporter, the weather reporter. So this is the, I make fun of all me and you. Right. And so the weather reporter are generalizations. Like, so if you think about a weather reporter, weather reporter has no power. They're doing the best they can. They tell you how to dress and everything they think they're trying to be right. But even if they're wrong, they're right. Oh, the weather trains. This came in. There's a new front. They have right? no control. Their, no control, not their fault, and they're doing the best they can, and you still have to listen to them, right? <laughs> to hopefully get some yeah. good advice, right? And so they're, so in our own life, we are weather reporters. I've never been good at writing, right? I've never wanted to write, right? So this is a generalization that I could change in a minute, right? I could change that. But when it's real weather, right, it's 72 degrees. Can I make it 80? No. If I, if I said, if someone said, Lauren, if you write every day for an hour, I'll give you three grand every time you write for an hour. But you have to have fun while you're writing. Anybody wonder if I'm going to be able to do that or if you would be able to do that? So we would do something for the right incentive and it would change everything in a minute. That shows how much we're our inner dialogue uses the weather reporter like there's a weather front and I can't change life like I know how I am I've always been this way and that's a that's a weather reporter in your life so then you may go when I'm older I'll have time for spirituality that would be a weather report right you believe that you think you just spoke wisdom right but really it's crack of shit and you made it up and you're repeating and rinsing that and therefore you will never have an amazing relationship with being alive spiritually speaking yeah it's the same stories constantly telling yourself and you feel like you have no power and that's just you right that's just well it has it has a little more convenience yeah right it's it it has an agenda like the agenda usually is a type you know a laziness yeah. avoiding fear like not doing something that makes you uncomfortable it's absolutely yeah, I mean, you're really not getting out of bed to go for the run, right? You're not waking up earlier to get to, you know, do your writing because you really wish you were a writer, but you have a day job, right? right? So there's, there's all these ways you can hack into doing things that you would be so proud of, but our inner dialogue really thinks you are not that type, but really you, you're just full of it and you're full of it the same way you were the day before in whatever way you are in yeah. whatever area you are. And everyone has their areas, no matter how successful they are. Right, and then there's also the consequences that you do as well, right? So let's just say that there's something you said you're gonna do, and if you don't do it, then there's something that you love to do for, and you're not doing that for a week, right? Or something along those lines. So, for, so one of the ways I needed to confront how I get, right? So um, this I learned, you know, so if I'm, I'm 49 now, and mm -hmm. back when I was in my early 20s, I gained weight because I was no longer sporty from, from high school, and I was in college, right? And I had those 15 pounds on, and um, I was devastated and wanted to lose the weight, so I took on, ready? Shocking. Exercising and eating right. Okay. <laughs> Wow, what a what a revelation, Lauren. I'm like, no, not really. But uh, here's what happened. I discovered that I would set my alarm first, you know, whatever time before work, and I would, you know, 
wake up before the alarm clock went off, before the alarm clock went off, and uh, <laughs> to discuss how exhausted I was and maybe I would run <laughs> after work. And I, I like finally understood that like, how do you wake up if you're exhausted? And how do you wake up right before the alarm so you could turn it off? Like that's twisted. So that was when I discovered that my inner dialogue and its own, like was its own beast and it was not on my team, right? Like who the fuck, like you're kidding, right? And so in order to, like I literally made a, if I don't get out of bed in two minutes from when my alarm clock goes off, if I set my alarm, I have to go on the run. I go four times a week, no matter what. I got seven days to choose from. But if I set my alarm, I have two minutes to get out of bed. If I don't get out of bed, I get no. At that time, I was a bit of a, you know, I got no, I don't drink. I smoke pot. I got no, I got no weed, right, back in those days, okay? And so guess who went for her run in the morning and got out of bed in two minutes? So I always put in a consequence. So I make myself do the very thing that I want to do, but I know I'm a jerk and will hit snooze unless there's some consequence. I, have, I still need this system. Yeah. Um, and it is true. It works on every human who will deploy it. And it's, it's so easy, right? So when I wanted to meditate twice a day, uh, all I had to do was say no coffee till I meditate. No screen time in the evening till I meditate. And guess who meditated twice a day? With that, that's it. Like without yeah. it, I wouldn't be meditating. I would sort of meditate. I would sometimes meditate, right? I would have, right? I'm, we're excuses waiting to happen, right? We're like, get me out of this. Totally. Right? <laughs> Especially if it's, if it's deep or different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And is there anything else that for someone listening, maybe for this for the first time, and anyone who want, really wants to take it further and learn more in detail where, it all, where your whole method comes from and everything, would, would your book be the best way to, to learn that? Or what do you think? My, I have, so this, I have been building a online like video school where yeah. you can come to class with me and you can do the module. So I recorded, hysterically recorded, have examples, 12 sessions with me, and you get into the pool and we have free coaching once you're in for the lifetime, for a lifetime, for 650 bucks or, right? Like you become a member and you get everything free inside once you're in. And that's the best way to do the method. And, I, and I'll be teaching a master class and we're track, and then you get a buddy, you can meet people in there. It's actually awesome. But that's like a much cheaper way than that way would be the book, obviously. Maybe it's you. The, the whole online course is called Inner You. And we even have it for business, right? Which is, this is all the way I've scaled my business. Got it. And is there any other fundamentals that after they, let's just say you go through the 12 different areas and you do all the different steps that we, we went through. Is there any other fundamentals that the listener right now should, should uh, maybe do that you, you would suggest? There is so much more to the method than the part we just did. Yeah. Right? Whoa. Yeah. right. Because we go into personality traits and traits like lineage, like the, the, mm -hmm. the way your parents and your history has been impacting and influencing your theories and beliefs. So I also make you deal with your theories and beliefs, not just, your dream and the inner dialogue that 
right? Like there, there's more, you're so, an individual is so comprehensive and really has so much to address and really fall in love with. So, yeah. And then I deal with all your haunting memories. Like I deal with how come we're haunted and where the, the shyness came from and where the, I don't think non-believing in yourself, no matter how much success you have. Absolutely. Right. So there, right. So there's, there's many things I address in the book. And But one of the main things that I think is the biggest change agent that nobody likes, nobody's going to like it. Everybody brace yourself. You're not going to like this. Yeah, all humans lie. You have a lie list. You have a list of lies that you may never have resolved or cleaned up any time in your life. And you don't even know, according to science, for real, we, a human, you're a human, lie four times a day, right? An average of 11 a week. And, you, and then I really think the biggest problem with a human is how much they're managing what they're not saying and not being true to themselves and never figuring out how to tell the truth, like the real truth. And so what happens throughout my book is you're going to learn to stop being a liar. And that is not an insult. That's like saying to be a better human. Right. And um, and so that's the other main thing I go after because I was an epic liar. And I had every reason to lie. Like, I don't want to hurt my parents. I don't want to hurt my boyfriend. I don't want to, you know, get in trouble. I don't want my boss to know this. Like the amount I was willing to lie and then never felt present. And then that inner dialogue really needed a drink, right? Or a cookie, right? So no one really understands how much their dark side is running their life through the amount of lying we are capable of doing, which is not being true to ourselves. And you can't just like wake up and stop lying because you have a history of lies that whether you know it or not, right? And so when you come clean or really set yourself free and you deal with your lies, you will, it, 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 I, I cannot tell you how different you will feel. You will actually feel like present. Mm. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. So, Lauren, you, you you coach a lot of epic people in a lot of different industries, right? From I, really I guess am. from music, you know, arts, big artists to uh, actors, to celebrities, entrepreneurs, See, big CEOs. So, yeah. what would be the common uh, traits you think between the people who are really achieving a lot in their lives and be, you know being the best version, the best humans they can be? What do you what do you see among other people that are maybe not as fulfilled and are not achieving as much in the lives. Uh, discipline. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. If you can't, if you can't, if you can't figure out how to manage your time, like truly manage your time, and and focus yourself, <laughs> and be willing to be scared, and still push through to the other side, like really, if like kill your fears, right? You are not gonna make it. Right? You're not gonna mm. make it. Sorry, I'm lying. Right. That like you better be able to push yourself, know where you're stopped and enjoy, you know, stand up. Right. Like enjoy saying it. Enjoy the push. Enjoy the fear. Right. And you can only do that if you'll keep a promise. Right. To yourself. Right. So the main thing I teach is what's called personal integrity, your ability to keep a promise to yourself, let alone other people, but really to yourself, because if you can't say something to yourself, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to buy a house, right? If you say something and then you don't believe yourself or you, that doesn't make you go get it, um, then that's where, that's called, you know, self-confidence, self-respect, 
Like if I say something, I do it, right? If you don't have that, that's what this is teaching people. Valuing your valuing your word as well, you know, like how you value what you say and what your name means. So for me, one thing that I, I started doing very early on, and I don't really know where that came from, but was when I was really, really serious about something and I realized that if I didn't 100% commit to it, I knew it wouldn't happen. Yeah. Like in my early teens and, and even younger, I, I would just grab a piece of paper. I would write that down, like I did this, and at the bottom, I would just sign. And I would just, I didn't even have a signature back then, you know, but I would just sign it. And I remember when I, I remember writing that down and like doing that signature, it meant like if I break that, I'm breaking everything I have, you know, any, anything that I, I, I believe. That. And so, and I kept on doing that pretty much like, like any important, and I'm very careful when I do it because I know that I can't, I really cannot break that. And so, but I think that's one of the things that a lot of people fear or, or maybe not fear, but just, just knowing that being afraid of failing yourself again, right? We've all had situations where we said, okay, I really want to do this. I really want to do that. And, and I'm really going to stick to it maybe this time or, or this. And then when it doesn't happen, it just kind of lowers your inner self-confidence yeah. and what, you know, what you say to, because when you say it to somebody else, right, but if it's little things that you tell yourself and then you break it slowly, right. it starts kind of shattering that. So I think that you really need to relearn, not only relearn, but rebuild, rebuild yourself and rebuild that, that inner, inner confidence about what you, what you say, how, how that actually affects who you are. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the very thing you described is writing down a dream and then holding yourself accountable to it, right? Like yeah. the very, right? So I, I don't think I, I, my line that I say of what's in the method is I am taking uncommon knowledge and making it common, mm -hmm. right? And so, and then when you find something that works, it's universal, right? You can, it's like in every religion, there's that. In mm -hmm. every, right? Like when something's working, it's universal, right? Totally. And, and, you know, it's why a good song, you know, all you need is love and everyone's singing it. Why? Right? Because <laughs> all you need is love. Right? And so, so that's what you're talking about when you, with everything you just said. And, and self-respect means if I say something, I mean it. And, if, and if, the, if you're not happy with yourself, it's because when you say something, right, you likely don't fulfill on it. And then how do you get good at doing that? One day at a time, right? Because you could be epic at it. I know people who had incredible first halves of their lives, right? And yeah. then some shit happened. Somebody, you know, their mother died, right? Like something sad happened, really sad. And then everything that like, everything jilted, Right. And everything changed and they no longer what just made them just drive without any awareness. They were just driven, disappeared because they had a whole lot more feelings and that it changed their entire perception. And then they literally had to relearn their own personal integrity and what they cared about. And so everyone's going to need to have personal integrity day in and day out. There is no guarantee. And just because you did it yesterday don't mean you're going to do it today. That's why I, you're like, Lauren, do you have promises with consequences still, even after 25 years of doing this? Oh, I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> are you kidding? That's the only reason I'm not an asshole. Right? <laughs> I love it. Right? Uh, so. well, it's, it's, been, it's been incredible, for real. And uh, I guess right before we, we wrap up, I want to ask you a question that I pretty much ask all the, the guests I have on, on the Word Success show, which is if right now I give you a simple piece of paper 
and you have you know maybe an hour with that piece of paper and you you really think about your life everything you've accomplished and and have been through so far you write down that piece of paper what is most true to you and what you'd like to pass down maybe to your kids right and that's the, the last thing that they'll they'll have from you in a written note they can put it in their pocket all three of them and from there you, they can look at that every single day what is it that you'll write on that piece of paper and what would be your words to success um, you're sacred to my children and my favorite, like you're sacred, right? You're sacred, you're holy, right? Be holy, you're holy. Mm-hmm. Um, every one of you and uh, me are. Um, uh, and what was that? That was like, what would I want them to see? And then what, like, um, tell the truth no matter what. Tell the truth no matter what. Yep. Those, those would be your words of success. Wow. Yep. I love that. Amazing. All right, Lauren. Well, do you, I don't know if you had any anything else that you want to you want to share uh, with the audience. Any other last piece of advice? Um, the most important part, also, like if you were going to say what what's the secret sauce to the handle method, like what the ingredient yeah. is, mm-hmm. I would say a sense of humor. Right. I hope you all like like reboot every single day. Like humans need a sense of humor rather than being so serious about whatever's dark and plaguing us. Totally. Yeah. So the last thing is be sure to laugh at yourself and really remember next, this too shall pass, right? Like you get another minute every minute. Amazing. Well, Lauren, it's been an honor to to have you to have you on and, and, and thank you for sharing everything. I'm sure everybody got a lot of a lot of uh, beautiful knowledge, wisdom, whatever you called in nuggets, whatever so. you want to call it. Thank you so I much. Hope so. I hope so. Thank you for everything you're doing. It's really awesome. And I'm so impressed that you're so young and kicking ass. It makes me very happy about the future. I appreciate that. Thank you, Lauren. All right. Bye. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with Lauren. If you want to learn more about her, you can go to wordstosuccess.com under episodes and all her links are there, including the one of her book, Maybe It's You, which I strongly, strongly advise. Uh, If you guys can leave us a review on iTunes, would be strongly, strongly appreciated so more people can actually listen to the show and know about it. All right, I'll see you on the next episode. Vamos. Vamos. Vamos.